guys, how are we? How are we? Hope we'll enjoy the sunshine. Hello to TikTokers, we're live on TikTok as well. Um, sometimes we get some TikTokers asking us some questions, not just on the Discord, so that's all good. Okay, so a couple of you in the lounge tonight. Hello, just Julia and hello, Louise. We've just got a small, intimate group. That's nice, actually. Um, people will start to flood in in a moment. So, Louise, I'm going to start with you um, and invite you up to the stage to ask me your question. And we'll kick off this evening. Hi, Louise, how are you? I'm, I'm good, thank you. How is it I can help? Um, so... Me and my ex-husband are divorced. Yeah. Obviously. Um so we've three children together. Yeah. Um he's talking about moving to Northern Ireland from England and he wants to take them with him. Yeah. Um obviously they're settled here in school and everything and and I don't want to move to Northern Ireland, so I don't think that's appropriate. But um he seems to think that they're old enough to decide themselves. Um How old are they Louise? They're ten, nine and six. Okay. My 10 year old has autism, my 9 year old has moderate learning difficulties. Um, I don't know, he, he, the way he's talking is he's going to ask them and then just take them. We're 50 50 contacts, so we share a week about. So I'm afraid that he'll have them on week and just disappear with them. Um, so I, I filled out a C100 last night and I, it was the PSO I applied for, was that the right thing? That's the, that's the right one, yeah, Privileged Steps Order, absolutely. Um, did yeah, you? Did you? As urgent. I was just going to say, did you tick it as urgent? That's good. I, I mean, did. Yeah, good. That's good. How? Um, so what else do I need to do from that? Well, let, let's just um, try to assess the risk first of all. So, is he from Northern Ireland himself? Yes. So he has family and you know network back there, possibly yes. connections for a job as well. Okay. Have the yes. children ever lived in Northern Ireland, or have they always been in England? They were born in Northern Ireland, then moved here. Okay, so how long? Very young when we moved. Uh, and how long have they been here? How long have you guys been here? Um, five years. Okay, um, and of course you want to stay. So initially, yeah. the the court's going to give you the PSO, um, granted on an emergency basis, and then what they'll do, Louise, is they'll call you back for return date, and they'll get him okay. to explain. Um, why he wants to go and why the court shouldn't continue with the PSO because the PSO will be made but only in the interim um, until such times as he gets an opportunity to put his side of the story in. He might then be invited by the court to actually make an application to relocate um, and of course then it could potentially go to trial. It'd be your version against his version as to who's going to succeed. The court's yeah. always going to be looking for the status quo of the children. You've probably heard me say that before. So yeah. ultimately, unless he can show the court that if he's forced to stay in England, he's not going to be able to get work, he's not going to be able to look after the children properly, he's not going to be able to have 50-50, there's every yeah. chance that the court's going to allow the children to stay in England. Uh, particularly when you've got 50-50. You know, it would be really unfair for the court to allow him to go when, you, when you've both yeah. got shared care. So I think that even though you've only been over here for five years, the fact that it has been five years and that you are more than happy to stay, there's every chance that the court will um, will allow that to happen. But yeah, at, at the mo all, I, all I was going to say, Louise, at the moment all you have is that PSO. So he's going to have to make another application should he want to take them. But you've done the right thing so far. You've done the right thing. 
How long do they usually take for the urgent PSOs? I thought I heard something today because yeah, I remember you saying one time that it was yeah. a couple of hours, like the next day. But yeah, I've heard nothing. Yeah, I mean, if if you've if you've marked it urgent, I would give the court a ring. You should really be getting a hearing date within two to three days. Now you said that is okay. it is it week on with you, week on then with him? Is that how it works? So yes, Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. Okay, so are they going back to him this Sunday? This Sunday coming. Um, so I dropped them off last night and I pick them up next Sunday. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. So you're worried. Then I have them for a week and he has them for a week. Okay. All right. So you want to you be making sure then that you get that hearing date before you pick them up on Sunday um, and have him served at the same, potentially when you go and get them. Um, and if you, yeah. if you haven't um, heard from the court by tomorrow, we, you did it last night. If you haven't heard from the court by tomorrow, I'd be giving them a call. Did you do it in okay. the nearest family court to where you live? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, in the city I live in, yeah. Okay, that's good. So, yeah, just give them a ring tomorrow, tell them it's urgent. And you ticked all of that on the form, the fact that it was urgent, the fact that you wanted... Um, did you put... What did you say about the notice requirements, Louise? Did you put the fact that you didn't want to give him notice, so it was going to be ex parte? Did you fill all that bit in? Yes, because yeah. it was um, urgent. Perfect, perfect. Okay, yeah. well, then you should hear, you should hear. And if you haven't, as I say, keep checking your emails, check your spam email as well because they might just reach out to you via email. Um, I mean, if yeah. nothing else, you should have heard about them taking a payment today. Um, um, so I'm on Universal Credit, so ah, they right. are doing that help to pay thing. Right, okay, but then still I've submitted it. reference number and put it onto oh, my form. Oh, fabulous, fabulous, that's great. Okay, so all that's done. Yeah, you're all good to go by the sounds of it. You've done everything. Um, just hand them now tomorrow to get that date. Okay. All right. That's great. Brilliant. Yes, thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye. All right. Cheers. Bye. Uh, PCY182. Hi, all on TikTok. Hope you are all well. Lots of you on this evening. Wow, we're only a thousand people watching us on TikTok, which is great. Uh, PCY, what's your question? Hello. Hello. I can, yeah. Hi, yeah. So um, I've been split from my ex partner for about three, four years. What, four years? Yeah. yeah. And throughout that time, I've, um, she she went to the CSA, so I made an offer of payment um, through working out on the calculator the amount of days that I have my child, and that offer was refused. She went to CSA, um, I spoke to CSA, told them the days that I was doing, and um, it all got put through. Yeah. And I had a letter come through saying, right, your payment's three hundred and seventy odd pounds a month. Which I said was high, um, but didn't really read the small print or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, just saw the letter and thought, right, that's the amount agreed, so I paid it. Um, since found out that because I put two to three days and she put zero, that it went to zero. Right. For the amount of days that I have my child. Yeah. Um, and I've been told moving forward that to get to because they basically won't accept um, the proof that I've got the CSA as to the amount of days that I've been having my child. So they told me I've got to get a court order. To say what? What do they want the court order to say? The court order to say that I have my child and there's actually a shared care um, in place because she's saying that it's zero. Oh, I see, but it's just an arrangement between you both. You don't actually have a court order in place. 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's not an arrangement as such. I have I have my rest days, um, yeah. which is like three to four days at a time. I pick up my daughter from school on the last day at work. Yeah. And then I take her to school on my first day back. Yeah. Um, so th there's no sort of formal arrangement in place, no, but there's always been that care plan. And whenever, like, the school holidays and things like that, well, I mean, I've got a lot of holidays. Um, so I take her away quite a bit. Yeah. And I have a, you know, a lot of times in the school holidays. So you, you, we're not far off, like 50%. I don't mind paying for my daughter. Yeah. But ultimately, it's got to be a fair amount for the yeah. amount of time that I'm having her as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, I mean, if the CMS is saying that they want to see evidence of, of how often you have your daughter and that'll only be satisfied by way of a court order, then you'll have to get a court order. I mean, I don't I know. know. How do I go about? Do I have to appoint a solicitor for that, or is that no, no, yourself? no, no? You can do it yourself. You would simply um fill out the C one hundred form. So you download that from the government website, um, fill it all okay. out, um, and basically you're asking the court to um cement the arrangement that's already in place, um, by mm -hmm. giving a shared care order. Uh, the only downside is it's going to take ages to get one because. Um, the court will want a hearing date and they're not giving hearing dates out now for sort of the first three months because they're just so far behind. So it's not going to be a quick fix getting the court order. Um, I mean, I don't have any dealings with the CMS, so I don't know how they how they work. But is it worth maybe reaching out to them in the meantime to say, look, would you accept, I don't know, um, evidence of a work schedule or evidence that you drop them at school and pick them up from school? Is there, is there anything else that they'll accept? I don't know. I mean, that, that's the thing. How do I evidence that? Do you know what I mean? Like, I've got photos. Yeah. I can show them holiday booking forms. I've yeah. got photos of when I have my daughter and when we're, you know, to yeah. um, the seaside and everything else. But how do I evidence you might, that would, I mean, it, it, it might be worth having a chat with the school to say, you know, have you had experience of this before? Did the school maybe happily give a letter to say that, you know, father collects... Mm routinely doesn't they don't have to give specific mm. dates but they could say routinely um i, I don't mm. know that might be another option it's difficult because as as family solicitors we don't get involved in the maintenance side of things so i'm yeah. i'm not i'm not really you know if they're telling you to get a court order then i'd say look go ahead and do it but in the meantime yeah. um you you know you may be able to call them back and say look this is going to take me a while um you know, yeah. anything else that you'll accept in, in the interim. Let them perhaps tell you. They're the ones that want the evidence. Let them perhaps tell you. Yeah. Lovely. Okay, thanks. So C100. Yeah. You know what else you might want to think about, actually? I've just thought, well, if you do end up having to go to court and get the court order, get a recital mm. put in there that this arrangement has been ongoing since X time. You know, if it's been going on the mm. last year or two years. And that way, you've then got evidence, if you do have to pay in the meantime, that you've overpaid and then you may be able to claim it back. Because you'll have that they recital in the court order. They won't even look at it. They won't even look at uh, back paying. And, and, and uh, as much as like it, it guts me that, yeah. that she's done that to me, because yeah. with the financial situation of having to start a new life and um, all that sort of stuff, Yeah. Um, the, the the fact that child maintenance won't even um, look at like reviewing what's gone up in the past. It's just a case of well, tough luck. Um, we that's don't, so will bad. not review anything that's gone up in the past. They, they only so look at, at the future. That's just shocking, isn't it? It really is. Dear oh dear. All right. Well, sorry I couldn't help more. And um... you know, now I appreciate the advice we've given because I was really stuck with the court order bit. So yeah. uh, the C one hundred is a great help. I'll, uh, I'll get. 
Brill. All right then, all the best. Cheers. Okay, bye. Uh, AJ Cross, you are next on my list to ask questions. Um, CMS, when it, when it take changes from when it first reported. That's just so bad. Yes, and it's stressing I'm going through the same situation. See, we don't have anything to do with um, with CMS, so it's really hard for me to give advice, but by the sounds of all the comments on the TikTok, um, you're not the only person to be struggling. AJ Cross, what's your question? Hiya. Hello. Um, can you hear me? I can, yeah. Hiya. Um, it's regarding um, a step-parent adoption that's yeah. currently taking place yeah. um, for my daughter. Yeah. Um, the adoption agency are happy with everything from like our end and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but what they told me to do was to get in contact with birth father. Yeah. Um, and make him aware kind of of the situation. Yeah. Um, we hadn't spoken for seven years, nearly eight years. So yeah. I got in contact with him. Um, first of all, he kind of said, um, like, oh, if, if, you know, you want this to go ahead, she'll have to speak to me, you know, regarding like our daughter. And I said, well, she, she doesn't really know you um, to kind of speak to you. Um, she doesn't really want anything to do with him. She doesn't call him by dad. She calls him by his name. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. So he's kind of said now, well, you know, come back to me when she's older kind of thing. Um, I was just wondering kind of, would you advise to still carry on with it even though i'm potentially facing like a contested hearing yeah i would i would actually because seven yeah. to eight years is a very long time um to not yeah. have any relationship with the child um so yeah. you know there's there's every chance i mean the the only way the only reason i suppose that the court's going to make it go to a contested if dad doesn't give his his consent is because um dad will then lose his pr but of course, yeah, the, the yeah. argument is, well, he hasn't used his PR for the last seven, eight years anyway. Um, you no, know, he hasn't, no. It's not as if he's going to be removed off the birth certificate. So she always knows her heritage, um, your daughter. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, I would. I, I, I think that you, you still potentially have a strong case because of that huge gap in contact. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so she's, so she's um, me and my partner are due to get married. Um, yeah. We've, ha we've obviously had another child together and she's very much aware that her name as well is going to be different to the rest of us. So a lot yeah. of this is, is actually coming from her in, yes. in regards to, you know, feeling complete, want to want to feel like yes. part of the family, part have the, the family. same name. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also for some security, you know, God forbid that anything happened to me, I, I know that she'd go straight to him and obviously... Yes because he has parental responsibility yeah but at the same time you know i'd want her to stay with with the person that she calls dad and who has actually raised her yeah um so it's safeguarding her as well really but Absolutely. i think would would you would you recommend if it did go to like a contested hearing to get it as a solicitor in or do definitely. you think i'd be definitely okay don't don't do yeah don't ever represent yourself if you can okay. um, at a final yeah. hearing um, you know, you, you really do want to put your best foot forward. Chances are you're only going to do yeah. this once. Um, make that judgment call throughout the hearing, because initially there'll just be some directions hearings, which you can do yourself. Make the judgment call throughout the process, um, because, okay. you know, if dad steps away, fine. But if it really does become contested, absolutely, I would be suggesting that you get a barrister for the final hearing, yeah. most definitely. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. 
Um, Gilbert, I'm going to ask you to come up next. Um, so for those of you on TikTok, again, we always get um, people wondering what we're doing. Um, if you want to ask a question, you're listening to people on Discord. Go to the, um, download the Discord app, create yourself a profile, and then click on the link in my bio, and you'll be able to come over to Discord. You can just sit in the lounge and listen, or if you put your hand up, I'll select you in order that people put their hands up, and then you can come on and ask a question. Um, I do try and ask while I'm waiting for people to join me. Um, I do try and answer any questions that are on TikTok, but it's um, it's just so difficult um, to do both, and the TikTok questions come thick and fast. Um, Gilbert, what's your question? First of all, thank you. It gives help to everyone. Uh, my question is just a simple question. Yeah. Is the normalization order like uh, the mother, my ex-partner, goes against me? Is it stopping me to see my child? Have a look at the wording of the order, Gilbert. Usually, a non-molestation order is only against the adult, but sometimes they can include children. So if you have a look at the order, if it doesn't include your children, then you'll still be able to have contact with them. No, it's not including my child. This is okay. the second one. First one included my daughter's name, but this second one doesn't include my daughter's name. Okay, all right then. Well, then that's fine. You'll still be able to have contact with her. Obviously, the non-molestation order being in place is going to make it a little bit more difficult because you're going to have to make other arrangements to meet your daughter or collect your daughter for contact because you're not going to be able to go near your ex. But it's not impossible. Yeah. You know, we, we, we work with this all the time. I mean, be with third person for many days. Yes. Yes, it can. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you for your help. You're welcome. Bye-bye. 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 Zussi, you are up next. Whenever you're ready, ask me a question. Hi, Hi. thank you. Hello. I've had a hell of a time in the following courts. Um, my ex has had me back and forwards with yeah. them. Um, and a final order was made a few weeks ago yeah. um, saying that he couldn't have any educational health information and he had to do a DAP program yes and the only contact the children were going to get were letters but then there was new information about the DAP course saying that court had to be finished a full year before he could start it so it went back to court on that basis and the new order that's come through hasn't included the health and education even though that was mentioned in the last hearing. Okay. But the, the bit that is included is that I've got to notify them if I'm taking them on holiday, um, not with dates or anything, but that was in the previous hearing and that's included. Um, I've messaged my solicitor and sent about six emails and I'm not getting anything back, um, but I need that amended or I'd be rocking up to the school and trying yeah. to get health information, okay. which I've been getting. Is, is the reason that your, your solicitor doesn't get it back to you, did you perhaps have legal aid initially and maybe the certificate's no longer valid? Would that be the reason or not? I, I did have legal aid, okay. yeah. Um, but he is getting in touch with me about the divorce, which I've got legal aid for. Okay. So, But he won't answer me anything about getting the order amended and I need it amended. Okay. So did, did he have a solicitor? No, the... he represented himself. Okay. So... What you're going to have if your solicitor isn't going to help you because potentially the legal aid has run out or whatever the reason is, there you're going to have to write into the court um, 
and attach the order just to a simple letter. You can email it in if, if you want to. A simple letter to say the order doesn't reflect what was actually agreed at court and we need to do this, this, this and this. And you just spell out to the court what needs to go into it and send that in. Now, when you do that, copy in your solicitor and copy in him. So the court can see that all the parties involved have been copied in. I mean, ideally, your solicitor should be sorting this out for you. But sometimes there can be issues with the legal aid. So you're just going to have to do it yourself. Also, stress to the court that if it isn't done, that you're potentially at risk. Yeah. All right. Um, the children's solicitor, they got allocated a solicitor. Yes. Is it with me contacting them? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Reach out to the guardian solicitor. Absolutely. Yeah, because they'll, they'll be able to potentially amend the wording and send it in for you. Right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very yeah. much. You're welcome. Good luck with that. Thanks. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Um, so again, those of you on TikTok wondering what we're doing, um, people are coming into Discord and generally I do this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, or I try to between six and seven. And it's just aimed at helping people who are in the family court process themselves because they can't afford legal representation or there's my, like that caller there had issues with their legal aid certificate. Um, so they're trying to do it themselves, whether it be divorce or whether it be getting in touch with their children or whether it be a financial application and they just got a bit stuck really or maybe they don't know where to start uh, and all I'm doing is sort of signposting and guiding. A lot of people say, oh I need advice, obviously I don't give advice out. Um, over the over the social media platforms only clients can have advice just because of obviously my um, professional indemnity insurance but this is just signposting helping people jump onto the next step and sometimes people just like to listen actually they don't have an issue they just like to listen um, and, and learn a little bit more about the family law stuff um, you find that family law does kind of touch everyone's family or friends um, at some stage in their life, somebody will be involved potentially either with a divorce or with a child contact dispute. And if you're not, then you might know of somebody. Mum of four, you reached the stage. Well done. How can I help? Oh, hiya. Hello. I'm having issues. Um, basically, I've had a very uh, long contested hearing with my ex-partner. Yeah. And the, the order was agreed that the children remain with him due to difficulties with my mental health. Yeah. Um, there has been a long time within that progression and my mental health has become stable and what I'm seeking is to have shared care of the children. Okay. I'm wondering how I'm able to go about that. So have you got a final order in place at the moment? Yes, at the yeah. moment I have a what they call an arrangement, yeah. child arrangements order, yeah. which is in um, basically in his favour where the children are currently staying with him yeah but what i'm seeking is is to have shared care of my children and when was that order made what date um it was made back in june the beginning of june of this year this year yes yeah. so what i would say to you is i would leave it at least a year because if the courts made a decision in june 2022 you're going to have to work really hard and probably not succeed to change their mind a few months later so given that they've made that decision based on the evidence that was before them, I would leave it a substantial amount of time, leave it a, at least a year. And then I would go back and be saying, OK, you know, sufficient time has passed. This is what I've been doing in the meantime to help my situation. 
here's some medical records to support that, blah, 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 and I'm absolutely fine, and now I would like to apply for a shared care. I think if you try to go back too soon, there's every chance that you might not succeed. Okay, thank you. All right, you're welcome, thanks. Uh, Mr. Shawa, you are next up on my list, whenever you're ready. Yeah, so the link to Discord is in my bio, but you've got to you've got to download the app first and create a profile, otherwise it won't work. Um, hello, can you hear me? Oh, hello. Yes, I can. What's your question? Um, okay, so I'm speaking on behalf of a friend who is with me at the moment, but she doesn't want to speak. Okay. Um, so her and her ex-husband's divorce went through uh, November last year. Yeah. Um, the divorce went through while he was in prison. Yeah. Um, they they did not have a financial order. Yeah. Um, what's happened now is he has gone filed for bankruptcy, and upon the sale of their home, he the, the marital home, he told the solicitor to pay her all the money and she could keep the equity in the house. Yes. Now that he's filed for bankruptcy, the insolvency service are um, saying that he, that money wasn't his half, was not his to give, and she needs to return that money. Correct, yeah. Now, she does not have that money. She used it to clear off debts that had been run up um, because obviously she was left paying the mortgage on her own when he was sent to prison. Um, she'd moved out for a short time and she was advised by the police because of what he was arrested for, I won't go into that, yeah. um, to move out. So she occurred debt in rent. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she cleared, she used a lot of that money. There's nothing left. Yeah. Um, so where does she stand with the money that they're saying she should never have had? Yeah, so the first question I would ask you is, was there ever a court order in place? Has a final financial order been made? No, it was just no. a straight divorce. Okay, so there was never a financial order. So she doesn't no. have that to back her up because that would be her saving grace. In which case, yeah. it now falls outside of family law arena and I would suggest okay. that she go and speak to an insolvency practitioner, quick smart. Okay. Um, they will be best placed, because this isn't family law anymore, they will be right. best placed to advise her as to exactly what happens. I mean, essentially, if the money's gone, the money's gone. However, the, um, the trustee in bankruptcy could potentially levy his debt against her. But this, okay. is where, this is where she needs to go and speak to an insolvency practitioner. And let me tell you, you know, even if they charge her for the hour, encourage her to have the hour because okay. she, it will give her great peace of mind. It'll probably cost her a couple hundred quid, but it'll be worth every penny because until okay. she knows exactly her legal standing, she's, chances are she's going to worry herself sick about this. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. This has been yeah, exhausting. Yeah. So insolvency so practitioner. You that. You're you welcome. So no problem. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, Natalie, you are up next. That's the other good thing about Discord, really. If you're a bit shy, we can't see your face on Discord at all. We can just hear your voice. Um, so there we go. Natalie, what's your question? Hi. Hello. Um, can you hear me? I can. Yeah. yeah. You can? I can. Brilliant. Um, okay, so um, I haven't got an, an official child arrangement order in place at the moment. Yeah. Um, I have a holiday booked abroad with my daughter at the beginning of October, um, in which I plan on taking her out of school. Yeah. Um, my husband is now 
refusing permission. He knew about it all along and yeah. was fine, but now things have just got ugly. Yeah. Um, he's now refusing permission for her to come out of school and go abroad. Yeah. Um, so what are my options? I know I can apply to court for them to allow me. Yeah. Um, but the holiday is the beginning of October. Yeah. If I was to start the process now, yeah. am I going to get that decision made by the beginning of October? So I may have answered this um, earlier on today. If I didn't, I had, um, a, I had sorry, an email. I was, no, I was no. Late logging on. No, it's fine, Natalie. Don't worry at all. I'm glad you've come on and asked the question because obviously only you and me can see the email, but this way lots more people get to hear the answer. Um, okay. So. I think the first thing I would say is when you make your application, you're going to wait at least three months. So that's going to take us July, August, September. Um, you're going to get your hearing date. And then, of course, the court's going to have to make a decision about whether or not they um, should make an order that you be entitled to take the child out of school. There's every chance that application won't succeed because obviously the court doesn't want a child to miss school. I think that you're going to have to convince the court as to why it has to be during that time. So is it for a specific purpose? You know, sometimes if it's a wedding or something or it's a special party or anniversary, sometimes it's down to cost that, you know, your finances won't allow you to go on holiday in the peak times. And if you mm -hmm. don't go on this particular time, then the children miss out completely. Um, whether yeah. or not the court make a decision before you go... That, that's really difficult for me to say because you'll definitely get your first hearing before October, but I can't guarantee that the court will give you an answer at the first hearing. Do you know what I mean? Right, If yeah. Dad doesn't agree, then chances are it's going to go to a contested hearing, which means that we'll actually go past October. Yeah. Is mediation yeah. an option? Is mediation out, out of the question or not? Yeah, he's, it is. he's just, as I said, it's just got really ugly and he's just doing anything to spite me at the moment so oh, that's such a shame. um yeah that's it's something that he can do um yeah. my other question off the back of that is okay so if my daughter can't go because he's not allowing her to go yeah and then i was still to go because it's a family holiday it's like yeah. my mum my sister my auntie yeah my niece um so if i leave my daughter with him yeah you know is, is that not is that okay but, like, is, is that class as um, abandonment if I say, no. well, I've got this holiday booked. Yeah. Too many people are going to lose too much money if you don't allow her to go. So yeah. I'm still going to go with the rest of my family. Yeah. You're going to have to have her. Yeah. It's not, it's not a sin as abandonment at all. Is there an existing child arrangements order in place at the moment? No. We've no. just got okay. a, a verbal agreement. Yeah. We're in the process of doing it. But, again, yeah. we just can't agree on what he... How, much he wants to have her can, and how much I want to have her so it's can, just at the moment back and forth back and yeah. forth can I ask what country you're going to just tell me the country no more yeah. Yeah. Turkey okay um I mean what I would say there is check the entry requirements for Turkey um you know mm -hmm. is it a country that requires permission if perhaps one parent isn't traveling because whilst you're doing the right thing by asking the court for permission to go Equally, if he really doesn't want you to go, he's going to have to have an order from the court to stop you from going. Does that make sense? Right. So, yeah, you know, and it, does that take just as much time? And that will take just as much time, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. So, legally, even though you're doing the right thing, um, if it came yeah. to the crunch, if there's no order stopping you from going, 
there's no child yeah. arrangements order in place and you're only going to be gone right. for a week I'm yeah. just just throwing right. it out there just as I say check check the entry requirements for Turkey um right. but you know that that could potentially be a plan b wow yeah so yeah so same for him to get that no she can't go that's going to take three at least three months as much as it would for me to yes i can go so yeah. neither of us are going to have the right to to stop or to allow so correct just just do it correct well i'm not saying that and, no. and, I, and, and i do think that moving forward you guys it sounds as if you are going to need um, a child arrangement sort of to help you um, because what Definitely. you don't what you don't want is you know if your decision was to go without his permission and then come back and then he does something to get back at you do you know what I mean it can get a little bit dicey then he might for example just take her off at Christmas time and you miss you know seeing your child all over Christmas or yeah. something so I, I would strongly recommend getting an order in place everyone knows where they stand but I just want you to be aware that you know he can't stop you either without an order from the court lovely all thank right. you so much you're Tracy. welcome all right then bye-bye take care you bye too bye. uh mickey 2000 you are up next can a court order be broken if there are safeguarding concerns absolutely yes so many people technically breach court orders but it's because there is a risk to the children if they stick by the court order so whilst it is technically a breach if you're doing it for the um right reasons then yeah you would just tell the tell the court that um whenever you're ready uh mickey or mikey i'm not sure mickey perhaps 2000 um you can come on to the onto the stage um i vote for plan b it's a moot point isn't it, yeah. it it's a, oh hello mickey how can i help oh i've been at your work this time i've got the technical stuff can that's right i can hear you yeah what's your question oh, Okay, what it is, um, I got married uh, just before the lockdown. It was um, a bit of a, um, you know, a whirlwind moment, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, but after six months of marriage, he turned incredibly violent. So I kind of left um, in a hurry. But because I left in a hurry, um, it's kind of had a massive negative financial impact on, on me. Now, I've got to keep um, a really good credit score because of my profession. Yeah. Um, and because of the domestic violence, well, first I instructed a solicitor yeah. to try and get it done quickly, uh, which basically cost six grand and I didn't even get to file the decree and I sign. Wow. He's basically refused um, to deal with the solicitor and he's insisting on dealing with me direct. But, of course, then I was informed after I did contact him after I ran out of money in January um, to try and sort it direct. Another solicitor said to me in March, you're not allowed to because of domestic violence. Right. So I'm kind of stuck because he knows um, that the longer this goes on, the more likely is that I'm going to basically lose my house and everything. Yeah. And he's just playing silly devils, basically. Okay. He's, you know, he's, he's dangerous. Yeah. Um, he, he's telling a lot of lies and he, he won't put anything uh, on email. I've ceased yeah. contact with him because yeah. of the abuse. Yeah. Um, and I've kept away from him. But I'm just getting to the stage now where I've put in the decree on my side today. Yes. With the form, is it D18, D84B or something? Yeah, that's it, yeah. Um, and now I'm thinking the next plan is to maybe put in a financial application. Yes. Ticking the boxes for domestic violence or yes. mediation. And Correct. also there's a box for, box for urgency. Yes. Explaining that if there isn't a financial lump sum brought about soon... 
I'm going to have to basically possibly sell the family home. Yes. And because I've had to, you know what it's like when you split yeah. up, I had to yeah. pay a tenant to leave. I yeah. had to put furniture back in the house. There was nothing. Yeah. Just empty shell. Yeah. But we were only married um, start to finish. Um, well, I moved in um, two years exactly. But yeah. the marriage, obviously, it was March the 20th, 20. Yeah. And now it's... so. Marriage has lasted longer, but I think they count it as the day I moved in to the day I moved out. They they will do, and you're not divorced yet, so you're still married. No. So, you know, the clock hasn't stopped ticking just yet. Um, okay. So, yeah, so so until you get your decree absolute, you are still married, yeah. even though you're separated. Absolutely. Um, I think you're, you're going down the right track. You need to do your Form A. You tick the exemption um, for the MIAM certificate because of the domestic violence. Um, yeah. And you claim financial hardship and say, I really do need to, to get this before the court as soon as I possibly can. Um, chances are you'll still probably wait the two to three months just because with the best will in the world, um, the courts are, are you know moving as fast as they can. But it's difficult. Um, I think that um, when you when you do get to court, it, it won't be sorted out on the first hearing. It's probably going to go to the second, if not the third, depending on how awkward he wants to be. But let the court know that there is some heavy domestic violence here because it's important they know that for when you attend court and all of these questions will be asked in the Form A. You'll be given a separate entrance area. The first one you'll do um, online, chances are, and you'll be allowed to keep your, yourself off the screen if you don't want to be on the screen. But the second and third one you may well have to attend. Let them know because you'll be given a separate entrance you'll be allowed a separate waiting room um, and the court will be fully aware that you are actually representing yourself and a victim of domestic violence. Now, going back to what the other solicitor told you, again, don't know what orders are on foot at the moment, but essentially it's not correct to say that you're not allowed to represent yourself because of domestic violence. If you can't afford to, you've got no choice. But what you need to do um, is make sure that everybody in the court system is aware um, the, of the domestic violence so that there's other things um, that can be put in place to help you and also reach out to places like Women's Aid because they will supply at times if they can depending on where you live um, Mackenzie friends so people who specialize in the domestic violence situation um, and are there just to offer you support do you know what I mean um, mm -hmm. but don't think that you've got to pay for a solicitor because if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. It doesn't mean that you well, can't move it yeah, forward yourself. This is the problem. He's, he's, he's obviously very aggressive and he's saying, you're not entitled to anything at all. Um, I don't even know why you're bothering. You're not going to get a thing off me. But I'm sat there thinking, well, that's surely that's not right. I know it's no. a short marriage, but, no, that's, you know, that, yeah, that's, I mean... Yeah, it's, it's not for him to say. I mean, don't believe a word that comes out of his mouth because he's not legally trained. So he doesn't know what yeah. he's talking about. Um, you you just keep going. You just ignore what he's telling you. I mean, look, yeah. if you're not entitled to anything, you still need yeah. your clean break. You still have yeah. to get your clean break order so that you sever all financial ties. So, yeah. you know, fine. Think to yourself, well, okay, if I'm not entitled to anything, you're still not wasting your time because the court will give you a clean break order. Right. Do you see okay. what I mean? So just steam ahead. So basically, when it comes to things like, um, you know, getting any compensation for what it's cost because he didn't get prosecuted, I'm literally just end up like losing 40 grand for the whole experience. Yeah. Or, or the court actually go, actually, this isn't actually right. I mean, he, 
in six months into the marriage, which is just when he started kicking off with the violence, his mother had died yeah. and he inherited like 165 grand. And he turned, he literally turned, but this is my money. And I was like, what? And as I think that's what his turning point was. Yeah. And he was so scared yeah. that I was going to take his inheritance. Mm. And that's when he got really violent because he wanted me to go. He didn't want me to be married long enough. To, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, does that get taken into account or do they go, well, no, because it's not, you know, we were married when it came in, but, and I wasn't going for it, but I don't want to spend another thousands yeah. and thousands and all my time trying to see what happens. But like you said, you're probably best just to get a team break. Anyway, oh, but... absolutely. Absolutely. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry at this stage about what you're going to succeed in, in terms of a financial settlement. Because, mm -hmm. you know, the worst case scenario is the judge turns around and says you're not entitled to anything or there's nothing there mm -hmm. and he spent it. But at least you get your clean break order. I wouldn't, you yeah. know, d tr try not to think about the, the, the outcome at the moment. You're representing yourself. Um, so just, mm -hmm. you know, I always say to clients who represent themselves, one, one step at a time. That's all you can do. Um, because ultimately you need that clean break. Because the last thing you want to do is move on with your life and start to build up your portfolio again, your financial portfolio, for to, to have him then come along in five years' time and make a financial claim against you. And he'll be able to do that without that financial order in place. So the incentive... He, because he's very rich. Yeah. Am I at the advantage if he then goes and gets a solicitor or a barrister at the last minute? If I'm trying to represent myself. No, not at all. Not at all. You won't be disadvantaged. Obviously, it can be difficult because you'll be a litigant in person up against a solicitor. Um, mm -hmm. And obviously, the shorter the marriage, the less you are yeah. entitled to. And this marriage is short. It's only two and a half years. But you mm -hmm. are still married, you know, and you don't want to be applying for that decree absolute until you've got the financial order. So, mm -hmm. you know, by the time you get to the end of it, it might be three and a half years. You know, marriage is then getting even, even longer. And throughout that process, you might decide, actually, I do need to dip in and take an hour's consultation with a solicitor um, just to see if I'm on the right track and where I'm going. You know, like when you've exchanged four me's as you get into the process of it, nothing to stop mm -hmm. you just getting a one hour consultation and just getting, you know, getting a, an idea of what you're entitled to. And then you're back on track to continue yourself then. Yeah, so that's probably the best thing to do, isn't it? Because yeah. at the moment, two solicitors have said to me, the trouble is, you could walk in and they'll say, because it's only been this amount of time, you're going to waste money and you're not going to get anything. Yeah, but you're doing it yourself. So all it's going to yeah. cost you is the £275 court fee. Yeah. And, and if you don't spend another penny on legal advice, the worst yeah. case scenario is you get your clean break order. Well, that, that's... You... Yeah, go on. So. Does he, is, I read somewhere, because I'm reading up a lot of this stuff at the moment, trying to do it myself. Yeah. Um, is he, or are we supposed to be bringing witnesses into no. the court? No, 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 or no. Anything? Not, not, not for finances, no. No, not for finances. It'll just be you and him. Oh, good. Yeah. So I don't need to worry about him telling more lies and stuff. No, 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 no. No, no, not oh, at all. And, it, and it'll all be just down to contributions, not, not so really... Conduct yeah. contributions. So if I basically turn around and, and booked an hour consultation, say with you or something, yeah, um, would you be able to on the back of that consultation say this is what you're likely to get because yes. obviously you've got to put in, yeah, and I don't want to. Is that what I would kind of get a rough idea on? Absolutely, yeah. That's the whole point of the consultation. Yeah, yeah. When it, when you should be able to get a steer as to with the information that's available at the time of the consultation, the the, the kind of decision that the court would be making. Absolutely, yeah.
Oh, okay. And yeah. how do I get one of those? Uh, those with, appointments. What with with us with me? Mm -hmm. Oh, just drop yeah. me an email. Just drop me an email. Um, I, I will tell you that I've got a, a huge waiting list at the moment. Um, but yeah, just drop me an email, um, and and people just book consultations um, with me that way. Yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, right. I could do it quite quickly, just like sending to to expenditure and debts. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. Thank okay. you for your time. Then. You're welcome. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Uh, Daz Clark, you are next on my list. While Daz is making his way to the stage. A um, couple of questions. Somebody said, do I only give advice to those going through court? Absolutely not. We get questions all the time just about divorce, how to start the divorce petition. Um, I generally get a lot of questions because people want to do it themselves, that they can't afford to go through court. Or maybe they, they don't know where to start. And then I will say maybe attempt mediation. So don't think that you have to be on here only if you're in the litigation um, situation. You're not at all. A lot of it we're doing... Um, just, you know, helping people out in other ways too. It's just family law related. Um, Daz, what's your question? Daz, can you hear me? You are up on the stage, but maybe you can't hear me. I'll just give you a second, Daz, to maybe... Um, sometimes if you have headphones in, unplug the headphones. That works. You're on mute. Yeah, you're still on mute. Whatever you just did, undo. There we go. Can you hear me now? No. No. Okay. Not to worry. I'll leave you there, Daz. Um, I'll come back to you in a second, so you don't have to wait in the queue again. Um, and I'll invite the next person. Just give you a minute to, to sort yourself out. Um, Nicole is next on the list. Um, there was another question on TikTok, actually. Can I represent myself in a fact find? You can, absolutely you can. I wouldn't recommend it. And of course, it depends what you're trying to establish in that fact find. But I certainly wouldn't recommend it because a fact find is essentially a trial. So you're going to be leading evidence, evidence in chief. You're going to be cross-examining, you're going to be opening, you're going to be closing. It's a proper trial. The minimum it will last will be a day. Sometimes it will be two days. Sometimes there's witnesses called. So if you can afford to get help, I'd probably suggest you get help for a fact find. Nicole, you are up on the stage. Hello. Yeah, I was Hello. wondering about known as um, stepson sent to school under known as a different name. We've tried to get his mum to change it. Yeah. My stepson's trying to get her to change it and she just won't do it. So it's yeah. just disease or anything you can actually do legally to stop somebody from doing it. Um, you mean to stop somebody from changing the name or... No, saving them as known as rather than doing a name change. Um, well, they could always go and get a privileged steps order to say that they do not want the child known as that name and it must go by their, their ordinary name. So, yeah, a court order could prevent you from doing that. Um, so you can actually get an order to prevent it, yeah. Absolutely. Because we yeah. spoke to her about it before and she just told us there's nothing you can do, it's not yeah. illegal or... You don't need another parent's permission to do it or anything like that. If the parent doesn't want the child known as that name, 100% they could go to court and get a prohibited steps order. To, 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 prohibited to, steps. Yeah, PSO. Yeah. And, and, and you've got a gorgeous Scottish accent. I take it you're in England and Wales, <laughs> yeah? 
No, I'm no. in Glasgow. Oh, so what I've just told you, I don't know if that's going to apply in Glasgow. <laughs> oh, really? So yeah, I I only I only practice in England and Wales, so I don't oh, know. Do yeah, I just assume that that even though you had the accent, you're in England and Wales. No, um, I don't know. Then you're going to have to reach out to a Scottish family lawyer. So it might be different. Yeah. It it may well be, yeah. No, that's very. Yeah. What was it you said that it was called? Did I go a, prohibited a steps? prohibited steps order. Yeah, PSO. That's fine. Yeah, I can I can look into that. Well, thank you okay. very much, anyway. You're welcome. <laughs> thanks, Nicole. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Anna, you are next on my list. Um, oh, what happened to um? Hi. Oh, hello, Anna. Hi. Hi. Um, mine's quite a simple question. Yeah, I like um, them. Forced in October last year. Yeah. Um, I've kept my married surname while my children are still young. I'll probably revert back to my maiden name at some point. Yeah. But I'm unsure now when I fill out forms whether I'm a Ms or a Mrs. And nobody can seem to tell me. It's your choice. It's absolutely okay. your choice. Lots of women get divorced and they retain the title of Mrs. whatever their married name was. Um, okay. Some women revert back to their maiden name and they want to be known as Ms. Um, it's, okay. in, it's entirely your choice, Anna. That There is no okay. rule of law on that one. Okay, so although I'm divorced now, I'm yep. still known as Mrs. unless yep. I change it otherwise? Correct, yes. And you can still keep your married name. That's absolutely okay. fine if you wanted to. Do I, how would I change it to Ms. or is it just my... It's just you, up to me to fill out forms. Absolutely. As, as That's all it is. You, there's no official oh, okay. way of changing it. You just start to fill out forms with that salutation. That's all. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks, Anna. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Uh, Gilly, you are up next. You know, I, I'm, um, I get asked that question so much, especially with women that aren't quite divorced yet. And they're like, am I allowed to use my maiden name? I want to do it. And I'm like, absolutely. You, you don't have to, you know do anything official um you just start to use your maiden name again it, it's your name so you don't have to get anyone's permission or fill out any forms you just start to register as your maiden name um gilly how can i help hi uh, what it is um can you hear me yeah? i can yeah yeah what it is i've got a court order in place now uh in march my ex-partner stopped me from seeing my kids yeah um now she contacted this so i'm representing myself uh, she's contacted her sister and her sister advised her to stop her contacts uh, altogether until she went back to court. Mm. Now, I've waited for court papers have to come through, nothing happened now. I've actually applied to go back to court myself for a breach of, uh, breach of court order, Yeah. Uh, a court enforcement order. Now, all of a sudden, my ex-partner has now contacted me saying she wants to start uh, contact visitation again. Uh, now... I got married in September. This is when all the problems started with my ex-partners once I got married. Um, yeah. And my wife told me to uh, continue with the court, to court process. Yeah. But also to agree to contact as well. Now, I'm just wondering what's the best thing to do in this situation. Uh, I, I, yeah. Because I, I don't even know what I'm going to be looking at uh, into when I go into court, you see. Because yeah. I know it's going to be a, a, a long-drawn battle again. Because yeah. she's very manipulative, my exes. Yeah. Um, so I, I just... I think the priority has to be seeing the children. Um, yeah. So if you're being offered contact again in accordance with the existing court order, I'd absolutely yeah. go for that. Absolutely. Because, yeah. you know, that, that's your prime motivation here. You want to see the kids. Yeah. That doesn't mean that the breach didn't happen. 
And the fact that yeah. you've made your application and you're you're already in the system, then I'd keep going with it because who's to say that the breach doesn't happen again? You know. Yeah, so that's what I'm worried about because uh, I mean we're, we're doing court here at the end of August. Yeah. Uh, now I'm a HGV driver, you see, so I've I've had to cancel one or two of my visitation days. Yeah. Because uh, of because the drivers' rules and regulations I've gone over time, so I couldn't get back yeah. uh, to pick them up at the actual meeting time. Yeah. Now, I've said to her, look, can I just swap it for another day, blah, blah, blah. She didn't, she refuses straight straight out. Yeah. So I know for a fact, when it comes to it, she's going to just do this all over again. Um, now, it's cost me, like, loads of, loads of money, because I had a, a, a TIA last year. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't afford the one month's maintenance because I was off work on sick. Um, and she took me through CSA and literally stung me to hell and back. Yeah. Um, now I was trying to explain all this, but they just still think um, they wanted more and more money off me. And it literally did near enough cripple me financially. Um, right. Now, can I ask the court for um, the fee that I've paid to be paid back by my ex partner for a breach no. of the order? No, 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 no. Not, not in family. No, you can't. But by the sounds of it, you might want to amend or vary that existing order so that, yeah. you know, um, she can't use the fact that your work schedule prevents you from having contact or make-up contact or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I, I think all the more reason to continue with that enforcement application, most definitely. But no, you won't get costs in family family courts. Oh, no. Brilliant. No. no, that's fine. That's brilliant. Nice. Thank All you very right. much for that. You're welcome. Bye. Cheers, thank you. Bye. Bye. Um, Big Ben, you are up next. Someone just asked on TikTok. It's really dark. I know I'm ever so sorry. I've got the blinds down because um, it's just too hot today. Um, so yeah, I am a bit dark. I should have put the light on. Um, yes, carry on, Ben. Sorry, what was your question? Yeah, I just, um, me and my missus, yeah. we, um, we go on a different way. And at the moment, because I'm paying the full mortgage of the house, yeah, and she's not working, uh -huh. and she's staying in the house, can she apply for counsel or anything? Because while she's staying over there, I can't afford to pay a full mortgage and a rent because it's a part, part buy and part... Yeah. Mortgage, this, you ben, this is probably a better question for the benefits um, people uh, as opposed to myself. It's it's just not my area of expertise, unfortunately. Um, so I, I can't help with that one. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Sorry, Ben. Yeah, no problem. All right. Okay. Thank Thanks. you. Bye bye. Cheers. Bye. Um, sorry guys, I've had, I've had quite a few emails actually about benefits over the weekend um, and I'm not sure if we started a conversation on Discord about it and maybe people thought that I specialised in benefits but I don't, I haven't got a clue about benefits. Um, so yeah, just family law questions. Um, Shell, you are up next. Um, someone on TikTok asked if I'm um, Citizens Advice or a solicitor. Uh, solicitor, um, not Citizens Advice. Um, Shell, what's your question? Yeah, um, so I petitioned for a divorce in November 2016. Yeah. Um, and in January 2017, yeah. I paid for a process server to track my husband down. He, he now lives in Northern Ireland. Yeah. Um, so fast forward to December last year, I applied to, to the judge 
um, for deemed service. Yeah. And I've received a letter saying that because they can't prove that the papers were served, that I'm not entitled to the deemed service. Okay. Um, I'm at a loss now as to what I can do. Um, I haven't had contact with him since 2016. I now don't know where he is. So um, when when so you kind of some advice really yeah when you had the process server serve him shell did the process yeah. server then not give you a statement of service? So they they didn't track him down. Oh, I see. So I had four, I had four addresses for him. Yeah. As soon as they went to his mum's address, yeah, he kind of disappeared and everybody hid him. Okay. So he didn't actually get to him. Is there um, is there a reason why is it? Say, visited all these addresses and he yeah. couldn't find it. Yeah. Um, is there a reason yeah, why he's avoiding service? Really. Is there a reason he's avoiding service, Shell? Um, I have no idea. Like I say, I have had no contact with him till, since 2016. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of at a loss now as to where to go next. Um, okay. I don't want to keep throwing money at it either, to be yeah. fair, yeah. because he doesn't deserve it. I mean, it's all yeah. paid for. Um, You're gonna. I yeah. Signature. The court. I know. The court, however, will not proceed until they're satisfied he's reserved received that divorce petition. And the reason for that is that if they then go ahead and do the decree absolute, then someone could potentially be divorced and not know they were divorced, which just isn't oh, right. So no. that's the reason that they're so adamant. You're going to have to do... Okay, so here's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to um, exhaust social media. You're going to have to exhaust all the family and friends that, that you had mutually um, that might yeah. know where he is. You're going to yeah. have to um, try to find out where he works and keep a paper trail of any emails that you send, text messages or WhatsApp messages that you send. I would right. even say put an advert in the paper to the area that you last knew, knew where he lived, okay? Yeah. Um, you want to be able to send the divorce petition to his mother's address if she's still there. Once yeah. you've done absolutely everything, you then go back to court and say, right, judge, I've exhausted absolutely everything, but I've put an ad in the paper, I've served him oh. at his mum's, I found out where he worked, and I've sent a copy of the divorce petition there, I've emailed his friends, I've WhatsApped his neighbours, and if you've got evidence of all of this... What you're then saying to the court is, look, I know he's seen it. He's definitely seen it. He's just avoiding yeah. service. But you really yeah. have got to go to town on showing um, what we call, you know, he's been served, essentially, with a divorce right. petition. All right? So how do I get them served now? Do I just send them, because I've got a copy of them, do I just send them to him? Uh yeah, if you know where um, he lives, yeah, if you know where he lives, you could. Well, I would get a process server. To... But obviously, yeah. if I exhaust everything, yeah, I I just send my a copy of my copy to him. Is that how it works? I don't have yes. to go back to the court. Do no, I? no, but take copies of your copy, okay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's it. Yeah, you yeah. just you just you just use your copy and and you just send yeah. it to as many places as you think he might be. You know, if you find right. an email address for him, for example, on social media sites, email him a copy of the divorce petition. Right. Do you know right. what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you're able to track him down at work and then he might have a work's email address or something, sometimes they can be public, you know, on the on the actual work website. You can email yeah. him um, that as well and, and then show the email of, that you've served him with the divorce petition.
And uh, you are next up. It is so blinking hot. I've got the windows open and the, not that I'm complaining because I love the heat. And I've got the blinds down, but there's just no air tonight, is there? It's just, um, it's just still. Ooh. MD, what's your question? Bear. Hello. Hello. Hello, MD. Did you have a question? Yeah. Hello. Oh, might be a bad, bad connection. I can't, I can kind of hear you, but then I can't hear you. No, okay, let me let me bring um, Lauren Marie. I'm gonna leave you on the stage, ND, for a second. I'll come back to you in a minute. Um, Lauren Marie, you are, uh, oh, ND's gone. Okay, no problem. Uh, Lauren Marie, what's your question? Hey, can you hear me? I can hear you, yeah. Hiya, hiya. Um, so, I'm currently starting going through the divorce proceedings. Yeah. Um, we had a joint mortgage together yeah um it all was like domestic abuse yeah um, which then got a, a lot more worse as we split up because we were still in the same house together i was having to sleep in my son's bed because he wouldn't alternate the bed with me yeah um, i was just getting verbal abuse on a daily basis yeah um, so i've ended up leaving the house with my kids um he's refusing to leave the property so like we can't even go back we're all all my kids are having to sleep on mattresses on the floor at my granddad's house yeah um i'd said to him that i don't want to be paying the mortgage if i if i'm not living there um for the time being yeah do i have to pay do i have to pay it um my, well, at least my half yeah so strictly speaking you are legally responsible for your half of the mortgage yes you are okay yeah. so if he stopped paying it for example your lender is going to start chasing both of you for that mortgage repayment yeah. but you own 50% of it are you did you say you were married yeah okay so you're gonna own it with him anyway so by not paying it that doesn't affect the ownership if that's what you're worried about Okay, so yeah. if you don't pay because you're having to live somewhere else with the children and you simply can't afford to pay both, you know, rent at the new place and half yeah. of your mortgage, then don't worry about you that affecting your ownership of the property. You will always own 50% of it. And because yeah. you're married and the children live with you, you may be entitled to even more than 50%. But yeah. obviously, legally, I have to tell you that you are responsible for it. So, but yeah. as long as he's paying it, you'll be fine. Your your ownership won't be affected, okay? Yeah. Does that help? Um, yeah, thank you. Good. I'm just trying to sort out at the minute. So I'm trying to get a non-molestation order. Yeah. An occupancy order. Yeah. Um, but I'll have to go through, um, like, go through, like, the... The what? The, yeah, the, all the domestic abuse scene. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, I've split this one to a caseworker today because I've scored five and they had to fill out a... I always keep calling it a matrix. <laughs> it's not, it's something else. Okay. Like 
magic form or something and like the bones that they've eaten now that you've lost them yeah um, but because i own that house it's oh. taking a lot longer to help yeah. with legal aid because i don't work i'm a, I'm a student nurse yes um, yeah but so this is cattle in that house. Yeah, this is so kind of try and fight my case. Yeah, to say I can't afford to pay that. So what you're um, talking about here is just for the others that are listening is when you make an application for legal aid, your means and merits tested. So they'll look at the merits of the case to make sure that you've got a good case. But then they look at the means. They look at your income, what you've got coming in. Um, but if you've got any equity in a property, they will take that into account. Um, yeah. So, sorry, Laura Marie, what was your question? Um, so, like, with regards to the, the home, like, if I was able to get back into that property, if, um, if, the, if they granted me, yeah. would I, because obviously with all, like, to the domestic side yeah. of it all, yeah. would I be allowed to change the locks to feel a bit safe yes. in the house? Yes, you would, absolutely. Yeah. And and that I've, you would I've had, to, I've had to ring the police at the minute anyway because I went to the house the other day to go pick up some stuff for the kids and he's he's changed the locks without telling me. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I'm waiting for the police to get back to me about okay. that. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, if the matter, if you get your legal aid and the matter goes to court, you're going to ask the court for a direction that actually yeah. you'd be allowed back into the property and that you're able to change the lock so that you and the children are safe. But that's fine. Yeah. Just get the yeah. court to put that direction in, okay? Yeah, with like regards to when it goes, because I've also like ticked on me, me forms for about a financial order. Yeah. Um, do I have to tell him about like, with regards to like his, his money and everything, do I have to kind of get like, does he just tick like, oh, I have this and I have that, or would I have a when, like, dig when because I think he hides money. So when it like, goes, I, when it goes to court, control over yeah. Money. So, so when as soon it, as I get money, you take it and put it in another bank account where I never have access okay. to. Okay. All right. When it goes to court, you'll both be asked to fill out form E's. And yeah. if he doesn't put on the form E something that you think he has, you'll raise that with the court. Okay, so you yeah. would just raise that and say, "Look, I do actually suspect that there's that there's other money there, um, yeah. and and I just need the court to be aware of that." And then the court will ask him, full on, you know, do do you have that? If there's any now, if it comes out that he did have that money afterwards, that's well, we won't go into that now, but that can ultimately change the financial order. But all I'm saying to you is, wait and see what he does or doesn't put down, and then you can raise it with the court. Yeah. All right, okay. lovely. Is with like with like he's saying some things like oh i'm going to buy you out and you can get somewhere else yeah and first like he's like i'll give you 32,000 yeah it's 20 then it's 20 then we went to mediation no i'm gonna give you i think sarah's gonna give you 20 he's going to give you 22 yeah and now he sent an email the other week saying well that's not doable you can just along with 12 grand equity that's what they'll give you to me yeah um Sorry, what's your question regards, there? So with regards to that, yeah, like when they go through orders and things and it, yeah. it goes to court because my caseworker said it shouldn't have done mediation. Yeah. It's because of my case. Yeah. Mediation does not work for years. What's your question, Lauren Marie? Sorry, what's your question? Sorry. I want to wrap this um, one up. Sorry. It's all right. Um, when I if if I was to go through like the court and everything, would the what 
options would they give? Would they allow like so the courts? The court, the court won't give you options. The courts aren't there to advise you. You need to take some advice before you actually make your court application. Your court application is then going to ask for something. Now, you don't know what you're asking for until you've had that legal advice from a solicitor. That's the most simplest way to put it. So it's not, it's not for the judge to then start ordering or, or deciding or advising who gets what. You're going to be asking for something. He's going to be asking for something. And the court's going to decide what's fair and reasonable. But you need to get that legal advice before you make the court application. And that's where the legal aid will kick in. All right? Okay. All right. Thanks, Lauren. Oh, I think we might have lost Lauren towards the end. Um, so on TikTok, somebody said, I didn't think you could get le uh, legal aid for family law. Um, you can't unless there's domestic violence involved. So if there's domestic violence involved and it's recent and you've got some evidence to support that, i.e. a letter from your GP or there's some police records um, in place where you've reported it, um, then you can get legal aid where there's domestic violence, okay? But if there's no domestic violence, then you can't get legal aid anymore um, for divorce, finances or children. We used to always be able to get legal aid um, for everything. Um, obviously, if you know people couldn't afford it, it wasn't given to people who could afford to get legal representation. Um, but now you can't unless there's domestic violence, all right? All right, guys, that's another um, evening done here in the lounge. Thank you to those on Discord for joining me. And apologies, I couldn't get to all of you with your hand up, but I'm back again tomorrow at six o'clock for another hour to help you guys out then. So be sure to join. Take care, stay safe, and I'll speak to you tomorrow, guys. Bye. And TikTok, thank you again. Thank you for all my helpers. I see lots of you telling people how to go onto Discord. You've got to download the app create a profile, then you can um, check out the link in my bio, okay? Um, enjoy your evening. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you for all your support. Hope that was helpful. Hope you got something out of it. Um, and I'll be back here again tomorrow at six. All right, thank you. Take care. Bye.